everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, we've got Joe. Hey, man. And Claire. Hey. What is that it is, Claire? You know, it is all of the things. Nice. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, This is a first and last show where we watch the first episode of a TV show and the last episode of a TV show. I'm not letting Joe say things today. I'm oh, just going to wow. take all of his stuff. We got it from here. He's a... <laughs> 45 minutes of just me. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. I'll just supervise. Um, <laughs> but we watched the first and the last episode of a TV show. Um, we talk about things in between. We make predictions about the finale. And then we overall decide whether or not it was a good TV show. This is a fully operating machine of TV review. Everything we say is fact. We are well informed and not too young. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, today, we are doing Doug, aren't we? Yes. Lady and gentlemen. That kind of sounds like you're trying to do the Seinfeld, yeah. like baseline. It's kind of like Seinfeld, <laughs> a little bit. It's Seinfeld have, for kids. I have a habit of seeing the Doug theme, and then I go into some Johnny Cash. Because when I think Doug, I think do 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 but then, but then that's probably why I go into like I go into Ring of Fire every time I sing the Doug theme. Oh, my little brother had to like hold me down and be like, "That's not the right song. You're singing the wrong thing." And I didn't believe him. I thought it was the Doug theme. I mean, after a while, so you can you can only write so many songs, and they all some like one song has to kind of sound like another song. Oh. Eventually, the. Uh, Song from Sonic's Casino Night Zone to me sounds like a lit song. Oh, I, I gotta hit that up. Yeah, I love some lit. Well, one of the songs sounds like a Sonic song. Ooh, and I'm pretty sure Sonic came first, but I'm not 100% sure. They There's no it. way to figure that out. They totally stole it. I was making sounds though, because Doug's soundtrack is mostly like mouth sounds. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's not like effects. Doug makes the sounds, like no, I don't remember. No, no, no. No, mostly Skeeter makes the sounds. So Skeeter's just like Skeeter. beep, 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 beep. I think he honks. I think maybe he beeps. He says beep, beep. Is he a Muppet? Like, have you seen this show? I have, but <laughs> he's blue. Maybe, but I wouldn't call him a Muppet. Maybe like yeah, twenty he's like years blue, ago. Green, teal. I, there's like underwear or something involved in this, and that's like all I can really remember. Well, now you're going into Quail Man. Is that <laughs> yeah, different? a different multiverse oh sorry um <laughs> but before we kind of dive a little bit farther we have to do a caveat joe how are we watching doug today uh we take the first and last <laughs> no, episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just went on autopilot um so doug has seven total seasons if you look at the wikipedia the first four on nickelodeon and then years later picked up by disney and they ran um another three seasons set picking up where the original Doug left off, but they started calling it like brand new spanking Doug or something like that. Disney's Doug. Disney's Doug. No, the, you guys said the last season was Disney's Doug, but before that it was different. Yeah, but then they put that whole thing on. They arched it. Brand new oh. spanking Disney Doug. They started calling it Disney's Doug in the third season, but they retroactively called it that, I guess. through The kids called it Double D for short. Why does my phone want to talk to me? What's happening? We're calling. We're calling famous we're calling Daves. Someone. Oh, don't call people. <laughs> what are you doing? Ordering from famous Daves? <laughs> no. I would like rib tips, please. What part of what They're I closed. hot link sausage? What part of what I said did it sound like? Yo Siri, talk to me about a man named Dave. I don't know. I'm waiting for my phone to start <laughs> talking to me too. All right, whatever. It isn't though. My phone's haunted. That's fine. <laughs> 
So basically, Disney just like added a whole bunch of crap to the title because they didn't want kids to realize that it was changed or... No, they just wanted to tell the world that Doug was theirs now. Oh, okay. That's yeah, because they could have just called it Doug. Yeah. Labels. So the exact opposite. They wanted to announce that things had changed. <laughs> <laughs> this is Doug, but not your mama's Doug. This is our Doug. This I wish I could. Doug. Gritty Disney Doug. <laughs> I feel like I want to go into He's like, like Doug, but he's twisted. <laughs> I want to go into a deep dive onto like Quail Man murders people now (laughs) (laughs) on Disney but I want to go into like what the drama was like why Nickelodeon would like quit the show like sell the show or like what happened I feel like I'm gonna go back and read about that I kind of feel I started to read a little bit about like the not that end of it not the end but like the origins of it because they started this initiative I think in 1991 the Avengers initiative the yeah (laughs) The Nicktoons initiative where they started doing um, like original animated content starting with Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy. To that point, Nickelodeon was mostly either live action TV shows or cartoons that they just bought from other networks. How Do, inf- do, you, do you guys remember like Double Dare though? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Mark Summers. That, that was great. Mark Those... Summers was like in charge of every single like kids. Yeah. He's going to officiate our wedding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I sent him an email today. He'll uh, he'll get back to us. Oh. I mean, he's not. He can't be in. He can't be have doing that much work, right? If we can't get him, we'll try to work on Levar Burton. If we could get him, is Mark Summers, those people? Mark oh. Summers is local, right? I thought he's a Minnesota guy. No, no, I don't know. I don't I'll know. Google. Well, we'll find out. I want to know. Um, but yeah, so the early '90s, they started wanting to do original, um, animated shows, and what was interesting is that they like. Instead of trying to find like something that was going to be a surefire hit, because a lot of the cartoons at the time were things that were other properties, like Ninja Turtles was a comic book before it was a TV show. Yeah, um, they just wanted to find animators that had their own stories and said like, "Hey, like we're going to give you a full-on TV show. Go make whatever you want to make." They even gave them the money to like start their own animation studios. So. Oh, um, way to go, Nickelodeon. Yeah, so like the three that started, like they all just got to like build their whole team and build their whole studio and just like take a shot on a show called Doug <laughs> or Rugrats. Where did Rock was Rocco's Modern Life on, on uh, Nickelodeon? Yeah, that was shortly after that. I think Rocco might have been the fourth one. And then after that, like uh, Two Angry Beavers. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, that's a show. And then I don't think I ever really saw any of and that. And like Cat Dog. Yep. Was and then. And then that's about where I fall off. Yeah. Okay. There's stuff after that, but I don't know what it is. I bet it is. <laughs> um, but so we're doing a thing that we're only watching. We made it. We made a group decision mm-hmm. because of the weird break in between Disney purchasing Doug or oh, yeah, airing yeah. Doug. Mm-hmm. We're going to only do Nickelodeon Doug. Yeah. Because we assume that there's probably an ending there. <laughs> yeah. It's seemed... keeping it old school. So we, we know one or two things about the last episode because like. Right, you say they did two like stories per episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each episode is a half an hour, but they did two like short stories within an episode. Okay, so it's like we get to watch four TV shows. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, we win tonight. Um, but like the last episode in the Nickelodeon is like graduation day, mm-hmm. and then Doug's bad trip. Yeah, Doug's bad trip. Where Doug tries heroin in college yeah, for the first time or something. <laughs> Doug's big bad bender. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't wait to watch this doug hits rock bottom <laughs> uh doug murders his entire family 
Whew. 25 to life for Doug. <laughs> right after graduation day. So we're only going to do the first four seasons, which are which is uh, the Nickelodeon mm-hmm. presented by Stick Stickly. That was the that was the stick guy. Yeah, the talking, uh, talking popsicle stick. Talking popsicle stick. You're looking at oh. me like you don't know what I'm talking about, Claire. I feel like I know this stuff, but it's not uh, at the top of my brain. I had like uh, because this is like early ninety. This is like because Doug was like what ninety four? No, ninety one. I thought. Did you, didn't you just say that? I, ju- I mean, I said it before we started. I said it, yeah. but I don't remember. August nineteen ninety one is when it started, and uh, the Nickelodeons went until nineteen January nineteen ninety four. Okay. So I remember watching Doug, but 94, I was only nine. Mm-hmm. And so I was at like daycare, but I was an older kid. So I didn't have to take naps. Ah. Well, other kids had to take what? naps. Mm-hmm. So I got to go downstairs and watch the Nickelodeon during the middle of the day, mm-hmm. which was when Stick Stickly was on. So mm-hmm. it was like, salute your shorts. Oh, great show. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. <gasps> yeah. Love that show. Um, <laughs> we Why are we watching those shows, guys? I'm way know. more excited about Hey, Dude. Yeah. I'm kidding. Less Doug available, is great. Yeah. I'm probably going to really like this. That's what I'm looking forward to because mm-hmm. I remember liking it a lot as a kid. And I'm not even a cartoon person. Right. I'm afraid of getting weirdly sentimental about this. I feel like part <laughs> of this can't wait. might touch Josh, my heart. Josh, I'll give you a hug. It'll I cannot <laughs> wait for Joe to cry on air. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the time. Yeah. The tear if goes he down. Ca- I'll have my phone ready so I can take a snap a picture of Joe crying. I feel like Doug might be on Fraser level. Like, it might be funny, but there might be some, like, really <laughs> Oh, so you mean you're going to love it but moments. not finish it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a burrito that's too big. I mean... You know, yeah, cause you can always have leftovers. So um, that's what we're doing. We're only doing Nickelodeon. Don't be mad at us. We will potentially come back to Disney's Doug. If mm-hmm. it's good. Um, well, I mean, Nickelodeon's Doug. There's no way it's going to be bad, right? When we inevitably get purchased by Disney. Yeah, when Disney buys us, they'll force us in our contract <laughs> to review their shows exclusively. Mm-hmm. They can put us on their streaming service. No, we're going to be on the Disney Channel. Ooh. That's kind of creepy. I don't know. I'm a teacher even. I'm just like, no thanks. Mm. There's stuff they have Hannah now Montana. where it's like, yeah, it's like Hannah Montana and like girls with like weird hair. They have like cartoons like this now though, right? I think so. They've got to have cartoons. some like, or do they just keep replaying this show on like Nick? I don't know. Cartoon time. I mean, we'll watch it, but I feel like Doug's not going to sell today. It's probably like too slow or something. Okay. Well, there's two sh- two short episodes though mm-hmm. in it, so I like that. Guys, Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah, I just remembered that lady's name. Her name <laughs> was Patty Mayonnaise. It's great. It sounds like a I good like how burger. You say it. So say that. Say her last name again. Mayonnaise. See, you changed it. Like, how do you I, actually say it? Patty Mayonnaise. Like, are you a mayonnaise kind of person? Or, or mayonnaise? What? Like, What's... are you like a I'm May- like a mayonnaise. Oh, man. Oh, mayonnaise. <laughs> like, if uh, I'm going to say it. No. But that's not how I would say her name. No, mayonnaise. 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 But what I'm saying, like, are you going to go get the mayonnaise? Yeah. Are you going to go? Get- well, I'd probably ask you if you're going to, do you, like, want mayo? <laughs> you so, would be like, mayonnaise. But I won't call it, <laughs> but I'm not calling her Patty Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that, though. Her name is Miss Mayonnaise, and you will <laughs> get that right. <laughs> I'll work on it. Deal with it. Um, should we just do this? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a it's a cartoon show on Nickelodeon, guys. This is what we're going for. Yep. This but is... do you guys know the characters besides Patty? Patty, Doug, Doug Skeeter, Skeeter. There's he, parents involved. I think they got parents. Yeah. They, these pe- they're not they're Was not it lost at school, boys at home. Both. There's pork chop. Pork chop. Okay. Uh, the dog. I was gonna say, what's the dog's name? <laughs> oh, what a fun name. 
pork chop. Sister Judy. You rem- would you read this? His or neighbor. Do you just remember this? I don't know. He's he's got teeth. I Ned Flanders. His name. Yeah. <laughs> the teeth guy. There's like a. He's got teeth. What is he got? The really... guy in the neighborhood that like runs the ice cream shop, and there was like cement in the ice cream. Man. Wow. Joe Joe's a. <laughs> he's gonna have a moment. Resident Doug expert Joe over here. <laughs> is this like a, like show a rich you... girl? Roger Klotz. Who's the, bully? the? Is that the bully? Okay. Was, yeah. Every time I'm like, who's the? You just said the name of the person. <laughs> Uh, Do you remember watching this? You know so yeah, much. Yeah, I remember watching it. Like, were you like tuning in for Doug? No, I don't think at that age. I don't think you tuned in regularly <laughs> to TV shows, right? That maybe Power Rangers. TV. We would like run away, like hide upstairs, and like turn on. Power Rangers was like every day after school, but I feel like Doug. For some reason, I don't have a a scheduled time in my head. Maybe it like was a summer show. I only tuned in when all the other little dumb kids were sleeping, and I was at. <laughs> the best yeah and doug was great but man when you got had cable when you got doug Dang. sandwiched between like hey dude and 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 salute your shorts or mm-hmm. whatever are you afraid of the dark are you oh. <gasps> great show not a very not probably not great at first and lasting no. it but i would really <laughs> like to watch just have a reason to watch you are afraid of the dark are you afraid of the dark? you are afraid of the dark. <laughs> you are <laughs> the show is just like hey you are afraid of the dark. <laughs> when you guys do your like, Hall- are you guys doing that Halloween thing again? That you guys I mean, did where you like make movies for Halloween, or like that's oh, this like is a real life. You're just thing. you're asking a thing that sorry, nobody I'm has asking a about real life things. Podcast listeners, one of our friends wanted to make uh, sk- spooky Halloween movies for last Halloween. Oh like, yeah, that was tight. Making an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's about the length that it would be. Yeah, about forty five minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes i don't know i wrote all a right. script it was decent <laughs> all right you everybody we're gonna get we're gonna we're getting off track and Sorry, jimmy's guys. not here so Sorry, i'm getting jimmy. um let's get into this first episode of doug and we will see you after that what in the nematode happened find out now when we're back from the first episode of, of doug <laughs> You like that one? I like Oh, it. shoot. Someone's going to have to read something, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You got it open. I thought you were prepared. Oh, weird. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, this is just backwards. For a second, I thought we were doing it. The, the Wikipedia um, has number one overall. It has uh, the episode we watched is number two. Wait, what? And then the other one is number one. Huh. What other one? So the one that's next on Hulu that uh-huh. says it's episode two, according to the Wikipedia, it says it's number one. But that doesn't make any sense because number this is definitely the first episode. Like he the, moved to town, yeah. He moved to town. I mean, you met all the characters. Unless yeah. the other episode is like a prequel. Like it's called Doug in the Other Town. I don't know what production code is, so it's like 101 and the other one is 102. But it kind of makes it sound like the other one aired first. Maybe that was their pilot. Uh, okay, I guess that makes sense. But in like I mean, the actual order of the show, they wanted this to be the first episode. Right, they could have aired the other one first just to like show, like, hey, this is what it's going to be like. There's going to be two 15-minute parts. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of a normal adventure for Doug and his friends. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't do it wrong, That seems audience. like a stretch. It just seems yeah, a stretch. Also, I'm drinking one of those 70-calorie White Claws guys, um, and it, it's a, it says watermelon. It tastes like cucumber. That cucumber, is my huh. least favorite. It tastes, it tastes like cucumber. Of the summer claws. 
it's weird. They're bad guys. Just (laughs) I like them. When you're ordering, when you're (laughs) when you're ordering things, just make sure they have all the calories. I call them summer claws. Nah, gotta get that summer body down. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, got like one more week, and then you're gonna go (laughs) to full strength claws. We live in Minnesota. (laughs) The summer's over. It literally is fall today. Um, oh, like the first day of fall. For real? No, I felt like it. Were you outside at all? Yeah, I biked to work. I figured. Didn't it feel like fall? <laughs> felt amazing. Huh? It smells like fall. It's like, oh no, the, the winter's coming. Wind. Oh yeah. Oh no. I don't know that how that works with like the Game of Thrones reference. I didn't mean to like make that connection. I've never seen that. Show. You nailed it. You did. You nailed the reference. Cool. Um, all right, here's the write up, guys. This is what happened. In the, we watched the episode called "Doug Bags a Nematode." The funnies have moved from Bloatsburg and are just arriving at their new home in the town of Bluffington. 11-year-old Doug Funny writes his thoughts in his journal and worries he will not be able to make any friends. On a search to find food for his mom, Theda, dad, Phil, sister Judy, and himself, Doug meets his next-door neighbor, Mr. Dink. He shows Doug a video about Bluffington and introduces him to the popular hangout fast food restaurant called The Honker Burger. When Doug gets to the hangout, he meets Skeeter Valentine and befriends him right away. Doug also meets Patty Mayonnaise and right away has a secret crush on her. However, all is not well when he also meets the local bully, Roger Klotz, who tricks Doug into believing he has to catch a monster called a nematode at Stinson's Pond to be a town hero. That's that's all that happened. We'll see you after the finale of Doug. <laughs> um, I mean, what are you doing, Joe? <laughs> I'm just reading IMDb facts about this show. Mm. Um, I started lolling about the uh, the second fact here says the origin of the character the origin of the character Patty Mayonnaise is the combination of the names of two girls Jim Jinkus had a crush on in school. So one girl named Patty, the other girl named Mayonnaise. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, maybe it's like Mary. Marynaise. No, they like they just changed it. Okay. And so apparently, the town they live in, Bluffington, is named after like the Bluffing Institute or like the Bluffing the Company. Bluff, yeah, this is like a fam- this is like a rich family called the Bluffs. Okay. They also said that Bluffington was the. Uh, bumper sticker capital yeah of the world mm-hmm. and i hate bumper stickers with a passion <laughs> wait why because i think they're dumb like just in general you if, don't like uh, that people can express themselves on their car like no i don't like it i'm not a personal bumper sticker person like the only well, time i've those... had like a sticker i put it in my window and then i like took it out when i like didn't want it anymore there's like one or two people you know you get the people that put like a bumper sticker on their car and it's like whatever you know but then you, but you far too much see the person that has like 30 bumper stickers on their car. And you're like, did you ever do that in your life? Like or have a car? I've never had a bumper sticker. Yeah. I've never had car. a bumper sticker. Really? Yeah. No. Zero. When I was growing up though, we bought this van because our other car died and it like was already covered in bumper stickers. So then my brothers decided to just continue and make it look even worse. Sure. We also took the seats out and put beanbag chairs in and like made it look really bad. Like at a point that just you just be making your car become a spectacle, like yeah. with like that. That's but which I think that some people do with bumper stickers. I just yeah. When I you're... get upset when the bumper stickers like are trying to make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. 
Well, that's every bumper sticker that I see. They're all trying to make me angry. What if it's like I just have a bumper sticker that's like St. Louis University? Like that's it. I'm saying like one is like passable. Mm-hmm. I'll be like fine, but like you hit like people just like your whole back end's covered or like what the if... cover in your whole thing. It's like what do you? I'm just driving here. I don't got time to read all this. Get out of my face. What if you have like gotten in an accident and your bumper's like cracked and you use them to cover the crack? I feel like that happens more than you think. They're covering up like the scrape paint job. I mean, it looks terrible either way. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I, I think that my favorite thing about bumper stickers, other than the fact that like I agree, I don't utilize them myself. But when you are driving and then you see that car with a bumper sticker Mm -hmm. and you like see them like in another part of town, you're like, oh, man, it's that Saturn. There's that bumper dummy. Yeah, I get excited about that. But yeah, I thought that was strange. And then I was wondering if that company in the show like Mm -hmm. made bumper stickers. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, I was like, are they making bluffing Bluffington bumper stickers or something like that? And also for a town of 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. They're very wealthy. Yeah. Seems like a not it, a bad off town. Yeah. It seemed it seemed like and they had a lot of things nearby, you know, for like a small town. So, I mean, I'd probably want to live there. I mean, look great. Hey, if I'm an 11 year old cartoon boy, it seems like a pretty solid place to live, right? Totally solid. Um, I mean, half of this like episode, he just moves there. We meet his family like super quick. Mm-hmm. His uh, sister Judy has a sha- shaved the side of her head before it was even cool. She was you know? so cool. She was hip. She and she was like a actor, <laughs> like Something, wannabe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she was definitely an arts. She was going to be an arts major. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Is she like in high school then? That's what I figured. I think yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, and then he gets tasked by his family to go get them food. Yeah. yeah, they said go get some fast he's like, burgers. He's like, go get some fast burgers. Yeah, I thought just they were like, gonna like get pizza or something. I thought there drive. was a place called Fast Burger. <laughs> <laughs> just drive in this right off on your bike in this town that we've never been to. Well, he mm-hmm. ordered like four burgers, like four drinks, like a salad from the salad bar. Like yeah. he ordered all. I'm like, how's this kid gonna get that? You can't get you can't get four drinks home on your bike. I did not even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Unless it's in. Like a bottle. Well, pork chop's gonna help because you know he came into oh, the restaurant too. He could hold him. He did put a hat, a helmet on pork chop. Pork chop is his dog, mm-hmm. and it was the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but then when he gets into the so when he gets into the honker burger, he meets Skeeter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is short? For, it's short for mosquito, mm-hmm. which is apparently a family name. Yep. I thought that was pretty funny. Um. So. Well, one, I mean, there's like Skeet Ulrich, right? Yeah. Is that short for mosquito? No, that's for Skeeter. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of skipped on my favorites. Oh, what part? Um, My favorite person on this episode was probably Mrs. Dink, the neighbor's Uh, wife. She was so dry and like her humor was definitely like a little higher up there. hmm. Like when she goes to like Mr. Dink, he's like, oh, I'm going to show you this new new thing i'm gonna show you this great thing and she's like be careful you may actually impress someone like no. she's yeah. just great i feel like it's mr dink's thing to like have like some sort of newfangled gadget that he's trying to show off to doug he's like the old guy that's kind of like let me talk to you about something and show you something everything's exciting and he's like nobody mm-hmm. actually cares about anything you're talking about and he calls him douglas yeah and his wife is like her role to just 
like be like oh man like rain him can't in handle this guy mm-hmm. yeah rain him in yeah like come on do you remember her at all yeah you really remember this show he didn't cry though <laughs> no right, no so joe tears yet he they did the neighbors then they went to yeah yeah the restaurant um and then when he did the restaurant yeah he met skeeter um but then he also had a run-in with roger no roger oh. Klotz. yep because he stepped on some ketchup and the ketchup went flying and landed on Roger's shoe. His suede shoes. They yeah. Were, they he, were high heels. They were like high heeled suede shoes. I guess I would just assume they were like boots or something, but. I, I mean, they're, they're probably just boots, but like he, he said they were suede. Yeah. And I'm like, he goes, What are we going to do about this? I'm like, Well, you got ketchup on your suede boot. They're ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like water ruins suede, ketchup is destroying suede. It's just part of the shoe now. Yeah. You got a little polka dot on your boot. So as punishment for getting ketchup on his shoe, he takes him out back to the dumpsters and doesn't beat him up or anything. He just like <laughs> sends him on a quest to find the nematode. Yes. The next day. Yeah, the next day. at next seven morning. in the morning. Yeah. And then he meets him there. Like he had to, he has to wake himself up at seven <laughs> yeah, in the morning. Him and his like crew of like three dudes like gotta get there before he gets there. So they're probably there like six forty five. Mm-hmm. Just like hanging out in a pond. And, and yeah, what if Doug was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. He just didn't show up. Right, yeah. <laughs> it would have, but Doug is so like, wants to fit in and like make friends and not look dumb. That yeah. he's, he's just trying not to be a loser. He yeah. said it like over and over. But the nematode was like, that's loser talk. <laughs> well, I was, I felt real bad for Doug and his anxiety. Yeah. The nematode, urban legend, like the Jersey Devil or something, mm-hmm. like, like it's just the like, chupacabra. Yeah, just like some random potential monster that lives in the pond. The hodag. Oh, I knew you were gonna bring up the hodag. Joe's <laughs> trying favorite. to think of a name. Joe's favorite mythical creature. The hodag. But yes, I would say a nematode is that exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that that pond that they developed was like a donut. Mm-hmm. Oh, an and in the middle. And, and so then he like Roger like teaches him a dance to like attract the nematode. Yeah, Joe, you want to sing it? Yeah, do you remember what it was? It's like a kaluka coo or something. Is that it? You could give it. Or is that the chicken one. sound from Rust Development? Kaluka <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, but um, has any one of you ever heard a chicken? <laughs> um, yeah. So he like works at it for a really long time and apparently roger and his crew just like hide in a bush for hours watching him like <laughs> yeah. it can't be that funny or like entertaining after there's a while there's not a lot of people in that town though yeah so there's only nineteen thousand nine hundred and like six ninety six other people to hang out with <laughs> um and so then pork chop being the best boy ever mm-hmm. like covers himself in mud and crawls out of the lake or the little pond and pretends yeah. to be a nematode. Because Roger and them are making fun of him. Yeah. But then when they see Porkchop, they're like, oh, snap, it's real. Mm-hmm. And then Roger stays at the pond throughout the rest of the episode and tries to catch one. Like at the end <laughs> of the episode, he's like still there. Yeah. And But throughout all of this, Doug is seeing this mythical, beautiful beast running by him at various times. Mm-hmm. A beast known as... Patty mayonnaise. Patty mayonnaise. They pronounced it mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise. Patricia M. Mayonnaise. I think his like lust for her is a little weird. He's an 11-year-old boy. It's going to be weird, man. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just weird. 
It's like I you mean, just he's, see he's not someone. getting weird with it. Like he's yeah. Not, no. He just saw someone, and it's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen, and he's in love. And that's what happens when you're 11. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't remember being 11. You didn't have your own personal patty mayonnaise going up, Claire? I probably did. Yeah, you probably did. I probably did. Um, But so, yeah, he sees her around. And he finally, after they trick Roger into thinking that Porkchop was the nematode, mm-hmm. he goes back to the honker burger and meets up with Skeeter, tells him what went down, and then Patty walks in. And Doug once again steps on another ketchup packet. Yeah, they're not keeping the honker burger clean. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not cleansing well, hygiene like problems project- there. Well, but it's like projectile um, ketchup. Ketchup it like lands in very specific places. So again, yeah, he gets up, and then he steps on the ketchup packet. It goes flying. He goes sliding. Um, and he like slides under her table. He slid like forty feet on a ketchup <laughs> packet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that Skeeter was like, you got to teach me how to do that, man. I mean, it was great. That was impressive. Yeah. Like when I, when he stepped on it and it cut to the next screen and he was like sliding through the whole screen, I was like, damn. And then Skeeter said, it's impressive. And I was like, it was impressive. Um, and, but then apparently the ketchup landed on Patty's burger. Oh, perfectly landed. Yeah, he was all embarrassed, and she was like, no, it was perfect. You have great aim, and, like, showed, like, the burger to him with the ketchup on top. Mm -hmm. If ketchup that someone had stepped on splurted onto your burger, (laughs) would you still eat your burger? No, I'm getting a new burger. If it was for my own personal patty mayonnaise, maybe. But anybody else? (laughs) I maybe would have caught it in there and be like, here, you can have this now. Also, who's putting extra ketchup on their burger? Not me, man. There wasn't any. I mean, if there wasn't any ketchup on it, you're gonna put ketchup on it. Moment. Hmm. Yeah, we don't. Did you see your burger before? No, but like, (laughs) if it was plain before, then like, I assume she wants a plain burger. It was plain. They showed it being plain. Well, maybe some of their ketchup doesn't. Their burgers don't come with ketchup on it. Yeah, it is the honker burger. It's easier to to give someone a plain burger and let them put their own accoutrements on. You know. That's true. And they do call their burgers like weird things. White Castle doesn't put um, condiments on their burgers. Right. So I could see. Do you get them separate? Yeah. You just not get condiments. At... No, I'm like, it. I'm dipping a White Castle burger in some ketchup. You dip the whole thing in? Yeah. And I take a bite out like of it. Like full burger dipped all the way in ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a tub of ketchup. Dunk. Dunked in there. I mean, you, you, you didn't know that, like that weird tub of ketchup Joe keeps in your guys' fridge. You didn't know what that was <laughs> now for. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. So it was White Castle. I had White Castle like two nights ago. It was great. Nice. That, that, that's my that's my ad for White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Ago, it was great. Not a sponsor. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the, I mean that's kind of that's kind of it, right? Like the only other thing that I like noticed from the episode that made me a little bit remember the show a little bit more was like he was writing in his diary in the bedroom i didn't remember him doing that at all in the show which is i was like you don't remember that no i don't i feel like when he mentioned it i remembered it yeah i saw him doing it and i remember thinking as a kid like oh people write in journals i should have a journal i yeah i remember thinking that too man we should all get journals and like start journaling we used to have like dedicated like journal writing time in school like you know, like fifteen minutes, everybody just write. Whatever. I think I think we I had like that, that too. Yeah, we did like the drop everything and read. Mm-hmm. Not 
not. I was in a like a special class because we were like really good readers, so we got to like be in a special class. Mm -hmm. And you, when you did like a really good thing, or you like that, it was. I don't know if we took turns or you got to earn it, but when it was like reading time in that class and everyone just got to read whatever they wanted to you get to watch was like, stick stickly you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when all the other dumb kids in the class <laughs> went to bed no we didn't take naps um we were in school um but there was like space above the lockers that were in the classroom and like the teacher would let one or two people like lay on top of the lockers and read that was like the thing huh. that was cool because like little kids like think Dumb stuff like that is like we had adults. lockers in our crawl space too. above the lockers yeah. in like eighth grade. I don't remember people getting on top of them until like the end of the year, like they, the last they week of school. Yeah. No, it was like the teacher was fine. Like I give up. Like you guys are terrible. Do whatever <laughs> you want. I don't care. I have one week with you, and I hope you all yeah. fall off this locker for all I care. <laughs> My eighth grade teachers had like a powwow with our. Or like our whole group and i shouldn't have said powwow can you delete that um but they pulled us all together to basically say like how much they hated us it was a lot oh wow there was like a cheating scandal that happened but yeah lockers they were a thing yes um but you got diary writing time in school too it's crazy i think it was either like diary slash it was just like writing time so i like that idea a lot because it's really hard to write for 15 minutes. Yeah. It's really hard to just sit down and do it every time. It'd be hard to do it right now. Yeah. Should we have... Okay, listeners? <laughs> yeah. Here's a just challenge. 15 this minutes challenge. of silence in the podcast <laughs> and everyone's got to do it. No, the whole time it'll be just Joe making all of the sounds from the episode. Meep, meep. And then that's like, like, that's like 15 minute writing ASMR time <laughs> hosted by Joe. that made me feel uncomfortable when i saw you do it yeah no yeah look you're right in the eye (laughs) that was josh's feet Uh, i made that sound (laughs) (laughs) no it was not um overall uh first episode i mean kind of laid the groundwork a little bit it's a weird adventure for the first episode i could see how they would um like that they had the production code switch that maybe they did a more regular episode first. Mm-hmm. Cause this is weird. It's weird that it's like, it's focused around the nematode and like the town mythology, as opposed to just like being the first day of school and meeting all these kids. Like, I guess you did meet other kids, but a lot of it was just dug by himself. Kind of setting up the scene, but I thought for a show like this for a kid, they did a really good job of setting up the characters, setting up who's in the show, kind of making sure you got feelings and vibes from each of them. Mm-hmm. It definitely had like a good like Doug, like what I feel like Doug felt like. It felt like a Doug episode at least. They yeah. Did, they did like a it good was job. wacky. So good job, people. Way to go, Nickelodeon. He has real concerns about being laughed at. He has a lot Doug of has, anxiety. Doug has feelings. He is a millennial for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Speaking of millennials, let's go to predictions. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Uh, I got, oh, Claire, how many predictions did you get? I ended up with like, a, I, I added a fifth because, Ooh, you okay. know, I'm just trying to So you to can't, be... you're not allowed to borrow any of mine. Though. No. All right. Not. Well, my first one is Doug and Patty Smooch. Ooh. Oh, they're going to smooch? Like cartoon smooch? I think they're going to cartoon smooch. Are oh their lips going to go like really far out when they kiss? No, I think it's going to be a normal <laughs> kiss. I don't think there's going to be tongue. I think it's just going to be a smooch. Okay. 
That'd be weird. It'd be weird if they really animated the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know there was talk of some sort of graduation, and I think Skeeter seems like he might be kind of like a friend, but kind of like a dummy. So I think they're going to flip it on, and Skeeter somehow is going to become the valedictorian. Oh. Who is Skeeter? Yeah. Oh. Um, I think Doug tapes, takes a trip to the Grand Canyon. That's a good That's spot. his bad trip. That's his bad trip. I think Roger pulls down Doug's pants. Oh, he would. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think Quail Man saves someone. Okay. Because we didn't see any Quail Man in this no episode Quail at all. Man. Which I was bummed about because I remember Quail Man being my favorite part about Doug. My predictions are somewhat similar because I have that... Uh... I didn't say Skeeter's valedictorian, but I said he gives a speech. Oh, okay. I hope he gives a valedictorian speech. <laughs> I said that uh, Roger and Doug are friends. Mm. Like I kind of think Roger's like a like a piccolo. Like he's like tight with him now. Who's that guy from Gossip Girl who is really rapey and then becomes a good and becomes guy? a friend? I don't remember. Yeah, Doug or something. Roger. Um, I have that. There's a Quail Man appearance. <clears throat> Um, I'm not going to say Fallen saves anyone, but I think there's an appearance. He saves. Uh, Quail Man saves. Quail Man saves. Um, and I think there's a guitar. I'm going to keep an eye out for a guitar. Just like okay. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Um, <coughs> I put that Roger isn't going to graduate. Oh, no, like Roger. Roger gets held back? I mean, he just didn't do what he needed to do. I also have a side note that I think that he's trying to hook up with Judy but like that's not actually a prediction. Oh, so. Roger and Judy, huh? I think that he's he's like got he's got the crush. He's got a patty on her. He wants her to be his punk rock princess. Yeah. Um. So Skeeter is on the vacation with Doug, and their friendship struggles on their bad trip. Ooh. Yeah. Um. I think that Pork Chop is in love with the cat. Porkchop's got a girlfriend. I feel like Porkchop has a girlfriend, but I really, I think it's going to be like a dog or like an aardvark nah, or something it's like gonna that. Be, mm. It's going to be the cat. It's going to be Roger's cat. You're specifically calling it out to be Roger's cat. Yes. That's right. that. That's the only cat we saw this is in true. this episode. We only saw cat, a cow. Well, only cat in Bluffington. Yeah. It was a good looking um, cat. And then, I don't know how many I just said, but my last one I'll do is ketchup will squirt. <laughs> ketchup. <laughs> be flying. It will fly be all over the place and uh, people will still eat it i mean if it lands anywhere w- near food someone's gonna use it mm. that's the bluffington way it is <laughs> so all right well let's get into this final episode the final nickelodeon episode of doug i'm glad you clarified yeah well Thank you. i need them to rem- i need i need to be reminded and i need the listeners to be reminded in case they're playing along they know which one to watch yeah the nickelodeon one End of season four. It's yep. called something about bad trips and graduations. <laughs> we'll see you after that. Hello, and we are back. We watched the last episode of Nickelodeon Doug. The very last episode. Um, Doug graduates and Doug's bad trip were the two stories in mm. this one. Why don't we go with doug's bad trip first okay and then talk about doug's graduation because maybe it'll become clear to the listeners as well but i feel like doug's graduation felt like a good end of the show doug's bad trip kind of felt like a side quest yeah so it was kind of funny i feel like they should have flipped those in their presentation Mm. so first off uh doug's bad trip 
as the summer begins. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's technically as the summer begins. Um, as the summer begins, the Funnies plan to drive across the country to visit the Great Painted Gorge. Mr. Funny is committed to keeping it to a schedule, but Doug and Judy convince him to stop at several tourist traps along the way. The family isn't having any fun on the trip until they finally reach the stop that makes it all worthwhile. They all came together as a family. Including Porkchop. He's a really important part of that. Well, maybe they're trying to like start it and end at the same moat. Like start with just the family together and end with just the family together. I don't know. Sure. In a car. In a car. So I should have guessed that as my prediction, and I would have gotten some points. The, but the families in a car? Together. Yeah, they, they went on a family trip. So, I mean, it makes sense in uh, uh, order, because it was the summer after he graduated Yeah, mm-hmm. from sixth grade. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were doing a road trip to the Painted Gorge. What do you think that actually is supposed to be? The Grand Canyon. I mean, <laughs> I had my doubts about it being the Grand Canyon, but then at the end when they like showed it, I was like, that is like a actual just illustration of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they stopped at two different, three places, uh, two for Doug, one for Judy. One was it. to go see It. Which yeah, was this like was a- an unplanned stop. He just saw a road sign for It. And, and it, wanted to go see the attraction. And it, I like how the mom was always like, oh, honey, just let all the kids do whatever they want all the time. I just want to be like, woman, he has a very clear plan. Yeah, there's an itinerary. He wrote it out. Doug's dad seems like a pushover. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a russet potato. Yes. But, <laughs> it looked like a bat, though. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool. Kind of cool. Um, kind of, I mean, a pretty cool potato. Don't know if it's worth stopping for. Doug got a hat. Yeah, he got an it hat, which is pretty cool. <laughs> it was just fun. Yeah, I take one of those because you could tell the kids at school you get whatever it was. You'd be like, I don't know, it definitely wasn't a potato. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> and then the next one, they Doug saw uh, signs for Bug Ranch. <laughs> yeah. like, we know what that is. Well, he literally was in the car and he goes, "Well, that'll be the last time I fall for that." Ooh, Bug Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lulled pretty hard at that. Oh, it was funny. Um, and, you know, they went and it was just a glass case. It was just like a little bug farm. <laughs> yeah, I, a little I, ant farm with a lot of bugs. They in did it. show it. They were like real bugs. I yeah. thought they were going to just be like plastic bugs <laughs> for a second. Oh. And it was going to be a big rip off. Um, and then Judy was making fun of him for making them stop at two really crappy spots. Mm-hmm. But then she wanted to stop at Blythe Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just seemingly a field where one, some poet she likes wrote a lot of poems. Yeah. And it was just a field. It was just a field with a rock in it. But I honestly think that that's kind of cool. <laughs> like if it has like history and like I mean, you if know you're, the poems that were written there. Yeah, if you're really into it, it was probably really. It was actually probably really special for Judy. Yeah, and I actually even feel like without knowing that poet, like if you're really into a poet and we went to a field where he wrote a bunch of poems, mm-hmm. I feel like I could still appreciate it for like, hey, like someone like thought a lot about this place and like had some like creative vision in this place. Right. So it's like Walden's Pond or whatever. Sure. Like like Wobegon. <laughs> oh gosh, Garrison Keeler. Um, Wolf. And what? Anyways. And then um <laughs> and then they left uh Blythe Field to try to get to the Painted Gorge. They almost got run off the road by a sloth moving company truck in the middle of a rainstorm. I didn't catch the sloth. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I didn't catch that. That's funny. Yep, it was on the road. It was on the side of the truck. I like that. Um, and then they got stuck in some mud, but they pushed each other out. It didn't seem like they got... And then they made it to the gorge just in time to see the sunrise. Mm-hmm. And they saw the 
Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> that in Doug's world is called the Painted Gorge. The Painted Gorge. Uh, and that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, it was kind of just like a yeah side like you said, Joe, a side quest episode, just kind of a mm-hmm. little bit. I almost thought I didn't know how much time the first the graduation episode took, and I was like, oh, is this one only gonna be like five minutes long? Because thought the graduation was a lot, little bit longer. Maybe it wasn't. We didn't look at the time code or anything. So. It felt it felt longer, but yeah. I don't know. It also was like a, had a little more substance to it. I mean, every single character from school was in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. so um, on to the Doug graduates. Uh, Doug and his friends are getting ready for the end of the sixth grade mm. and are graduating from Bluffington School. Doug feels a bit sad about leaving, so he tries to find Principal Butt Savage to talk. <laughs> Principal what? Butt Savage. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> to talk to him. But when he finds out that Roger is as reluctant to leave the school as he is, Doug convinces Roger and himself that the new school will be great. You know yeah. what's great? The principal's last name. Butt Savage. Butt Savage. Which was based off of the creator's butt. <laughs> principal from based, childhood. Based off According the creator's to... savage butt. <laughs> don't Google that. Just don't. But I have it on good authority that if you Google or you or Instagram and you look for hashtag Butt Savage, it's not that bad. <laughs> thank you Lindsay. <laughs> um but yeah so it, and it's not savage it's savage mm-hmm. but they say it really fast so right away savage. all of us in the room were like did he just say butt savage because <laughs> right is there a cat under me mr no. butt savage okay. the cat walked in and i i i always think i'm gonna roll over him mm. at some point and i don't want to be i don't want to be in charge of hurting cats Seems like a terrible job. Um, but so this episode, it was, yeah, it was graduation day. I didn't really understand why Doug needed to see the principal. It seemed like he was just trying to come up with some sort of impossible task to do before he graduated to try to prevent graduation. Okay. It also sounded like from when I was looking up what if they said butt savage or not, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. It looks like the assistant principal, which was like bone. Yeah. I don't know if it was pronounced bone or boon. Mr. Bone, I think. Mr. Bone. Something like that. Um, he was like the disciplinarian and like the jerk. Uh-huh. And so it sounds like he wouldn't be a person you would talk to about your feelings or if you're having a tough time mm-hmm. or you need to like actually combine a person, which sounds like he should probably not work at a school. But that's another thing. <laughs> um, and so, like, when they were going through the people and listing who he could talk to, it sounded like Doug really wanted to talk to someone he could trust, which I don't get why he didn't just go talk to his teacher. Well, he said someone he can trust, but I think they said at some point, someone said, have you ever seen the principal? Do we even know he, like, is around? <laughs> yeah. Like, apparently you've never seen this guy. Uh-huh. So, interesting. So then he did a lot of crazy things to try to find the principal, though. I thought they were really fun. He, like, crawled through, like, the the duct system well before mm-hmm. that he packed himself in a box oh yeah he tried to, and like, then his mail handwriting was so bad they couldn't deliver it i mean a 11 year old's handwriting is probably pretty bad uh, yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah he called through the he called through the duct system and he like saw some like weird purple man shoveling coal yeah like, <laughs> i just oh. need a vacation yeah it was very aggressive he's like a, he had a willy from simpsons like energy oh yeah like groundskeeper willie groundskeeper willie yeah 
<laughs> yeah. And then, but eventually they graduated and everything was fine. Well, because he finally got into Mr. Butt of Savage's yeah. Yeah, office. And we <laughs> thought we were going to see Principal Butt Savage. Yeah. Come on. We thought we were going to see the Butt Savage, but it turned around. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it was Roger. Roger Klotz sitting in the principal's chair because he was also avoiding graduation. But he had been held back for three years. He literally said, I've been in the sixth grade for three years. Yeah. So I wish I had just said that, like, he he was graduating, but Mm -hmm. delayed rate. Right, yeah. Also, you don't hold kids back anymore, so that would not be appropriate. Just saying. What do you do for, uh, like, kids like that? Well, in elementary to middle school, you just kind of get passed from grade level to grade level. Okay. And then in high school, you have to get credits. But there's a lot of so research. There's get... a lot of research that shows that holding a kid back it's can be really developmentally stunting to a person. Well, it seems like hmm. it's. It seems like being held back and especially staying in a school could be one of the most embarrassing things like literally that could happen to someone almost ever in their entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At their most fragile state. Yeah. Like <laughs> high school doesn't matter. Like, and once you're done with it, like you're forever done with it. But mm-hmm. if you like had to continue to do the same grade over and over again and everybody around you knew it, mm-hmm. that could like destroy you. But the act of not having a consequence for failing grades and not passing makes it really hard to motivate a middle schooler to like try. Yeah. They're like, well, whatever. Like, you're just going to move me up next year anyway. They haven't figured this out like over the course of like hundreds of years of thousands of years of people doing school. Like how to like. How I to mean, motivate challenging no, learners. Or just to like say like, if, yeah, if you don't like, yeah, you got to, we got to figure out how to do it or like something. Cause some kids like do bad just because they like do bad, but some need help, you know? Yeah. So there's obviously some, depending on what school it is, there's programs like help kids with like that need yes. help. Clearly if but a there kid needs is to be failing, like, they would. But there hopefully... are just kids that are just like fuck ups. Like, and they're just because they just don't want to try. Like they're smart enough, yes. but they just don't do it. There yeah. should be some sort of punishment for that. Yeah. So what do you say to the kid that's like, who cares? You're just going to pass me anyway. Well, then you try to explain to them why it's important to learn. And then you try to show them, okay, you need to know the tricks. Like, I get it. You don't want to do your homework. Well, you need to pass every single test. Because a lot of times tests are weighted higher than homework assignments and things like that. And at that age... You're right. If you're like a gifted student and this is boring for you and you're like, I don't really care, at least pass your test so you can pass the class. Yeah, that's kind of mind blowing me, mind blowing to me, because then it's like, like, uh, like, why pass the class to just pass the class if I'm just going to get passed anyway? Like, why do this work? Well, There's I'm no glad nobody told you about yeah, this in I know, middle right? school. <laughs> I mean, it does. I mean, <laughs> I, guess, I guess they have. They, I mean, if they're smart enough, it depends on what their aspirations are after school they're just like i hate school but i'm smart i don't care but like but then you're like you do want to go to how much do your middle school care. grades yeah you do want to go to say like doesn't matter if you fail all your middle school classes middle school doesn't yeah it literally doesn't matter but like kids there better not be any like... children listening to this podcast <laughs> that's what i'm saying and maybe like... other states and other school districts are different i've, I've worked in several but if I'm in eighth yeah. grade and I'm like, okay, I know how to like read, but I don't want to read this book. You're telling me I'm going to fail if I don't read this book. But you're but telling me I'm going to ninth matters. grade next year. No yeah. matter what I would what. say was, okay, I'm going to go re- take some naps then. <laughs> no, I'd be like, here's the book on tape. Pass the test. 
Mm. Use a strategy. Book on tape. I think that I, oh man, kids shouldn't be listening to books on tape. I disagree. But Rick, I mean, don't you need to be able to read? I mean, yes. But the most important thing about reading is doing what? Comprehending? Comprehending and understanding what you're reading, right? So if you're a person where it struggles to read and comprehend, but you can listen to it and comprehend it, that's the more important piece, right? So you have to always think about what's the purpose. Now, we want people to be readers, but you don't necessarily have to read at such a high level or make it uncomfortable for you if you're struggling with your comprehension pieces. So sure. let's accommodate. Let's let people be learners in the, all of their styles, Josh. But I bet there's Come not, on. But I bet there's a lot less people that there's people there's probably a lot less people that can't comprehend to won't comprehend. I mean, if people have problems, like you know, I don't, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Some kids are just lazy. <laughs> yes, uh, I can attest to that. And then they're like, "I'll just listen to it." I'm like, "Well, that's just because you just don't want to read it." You should read it because it's good for you. Well, I would agree. Like, it it is a good practice to be an active reader. But uh, again, when you're like a student in high school now and you're seeing how many assignments these kids get, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you should just find. I mean, I got all those assignments. I got them done. Yeah, man. But these kids have the internet and that shit. So it makes everything easier. I know. (laughs) But it also means they have a lot more crap to do. But. Can you hold them out of like graduation or something? Maybe that. That is so... But he did everything he needed to do. Well, yes. Actually, when I taught at a school, and it was an eighth grade graduation, Uh they would have expectations for graduation. Those need to be clearly informed to parents and family. I'm still just trying to think of the way... There should also not be graduation for anything besides finishing, like... 12th grade yeah. <laughs> like you shouldn't you don't graduate from sixth grade you just moved to seventh. So one of the things that i i feel about graduations that i didn't understand until i worked in some of the schools i worked in was that for some kids an eighth grade graduation is their only graduation and it's a really big deal for the families and i think that it's important to show kids hey, this is a big deal for you and your family. You're going to want to continue four years of your education and do this again or four plus years, right? And so when you put it into the perspective of this is the, like this might be the only time I see my student or my child graduate for a family or I didn't graduate eighth grade. I didn't go that far in school. It's kind of a big deal. I think sixth grade is pushing it. Um <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, I don't remember anything from sixth grade. So if even if I had doing, a graduation, I probably wouldn't have remembered. I think I had a sixth. I didn't I have any did form something. of graduation except for high school graduation. So you didn't have like a kindergarten graduation where you like did hickory dickory dock. Or... If I had a kindergarten graduation that is so far gone, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would have remember. no idea. I did. Um, I said hickory dickory dock. That's yeah. right. I like brought that up. Yeah, um, you really did remember. I do. But uh, six, if you're going to like sixth grade, then junior high, then you're going to have another graduation ceremony in eighth or ninth grade. Mm-hmm. That's, that's too much. Too like, much. Too much. I get like a elementary school. Just get a high five and a soda pop and move on to the next grade. You're good. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I love a party though. Like let's all dress up and have fun. Well, hey, have a party. No one's, hold, no one's holding a kid back from having a party. Unless you don't do the reading. Unless you don't read. 
books on tape don't count. <clears throat> I don't care if you listen to a book on tape, but don't tell me you read the book. Oh my god, it's I I know I, it's semantics. It's 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 in a way semantics, but reading and listening are two different things. Because you have such a big problem with this, I asked our media center person this question and she disagreed with you. If I if I listened to an audiobook, I'd say, "Yeah, I listened to that audiobook." That's what you should say. Okay. I'm just like if I if I read the book, I read the book, but I listened to it. What it's, if you read and listen? Same book. Some you dabble in the readings. What is it like? You gotta explain. Like I read and listened to this book. I think that's rare. So I think that's uh, I mean you read some of it, so you read, you know. Okay, so I'm just saying, there's loopholes. Your your rigidness can be. I don't watch TV and tell you that I read the I I read the episode of Doug. If you had the subtitles on, and the sound off, I would let you go for it. Well, then I read. I did read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I did read it. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> Can uh, you turn off the sound on an audiobook and read the subtitles? It's called reading the book. <laughs> I un- I mean I I understand the difference because I don't like to read and I listen to books, but it's a weird thing to care about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so they are in the principal's office and then they go out and then they graduate and the kids out there like is it Patty and all of them were like, oh, you just missed the principal. You gave a really good speech while you guys weren't here. So, so Roger, they, all saw the, they all saw the principal. Yeah, so Roger and Doug were sad. Butt yeah, because of course Bud Savage is at the graduation. Like, yes. he's the principal. That was strange. But Doug is thinking that. you're not thinking. <laughs> They've never seen him, you know? But the thing about that was he needed that moment to go and console someone else and help someone else to then get the strength to understand that he was okay. Yeah, that's kind of The whole thing was that he was worried. And it makes me want to go and watch a lot. Like, I'm going to Google tonight social skills lesson plans and Doug because Doug's anxiety and other, mm-hmm. like, issues, I feel like there's got to be gems that I could, like, well, and then pull out in my classroom. In his voice over at the end, he was saying something about, like, sometimes you're just, like, looking for someone more mature and someone who knows how to handle things to help you through something. But then sometimes that's yourself. I know. I had a moment. Doug yeah. is very introspective. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. And I turned to Joe. I don't know if you heard it, but I was like, Doug is just middle school scrubs. I could see that. Yeah. Like, cause that's like, he's very, he's like baby JD from mm-hmm. scrubs. Like, this is what like kid JD was like, Oh, I'm going to think about everything that happened. A Skeeters, lot. his, uh, his Turk, his Turk. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> Patty is what's her name? Oh, uh, Elliot. Elliot is Elliot. And then would that make Doctor Cox uh, Roger? Oh, dude, I think no. Doctor Cox is a bully. Yeah, but like, I don't think Doug looks up to Roger. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Roger's more of a peer than a superior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know who Doug look, looks up to. Um, my other favorite thing about the graduation ceremony, though, was when they sang Pomp and Circumstance, and no. then they did it again at the credits. <laughs> that was so good. It was good. just Doug, though. Well, at the <laughs> end, the he needed to do it, too. He's saying, well, he's, it's funny because he's saying Pomp and Circumstance. That's not, that's not, there's no words to that song, right? No. No. Yeah, they sang Pomp and Circumstance, but they're just saying Pomp and Circumstance can over you, and over again. Can you just do it? I don't know. It was really high. Uh. And then there's like that part in it the song where it so goes, na, 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 and Doug goes, it's a circumstance. 
<laughs> oh man, pomp and circumstance. I'll be honest, that little credit part was probably the best part of watching all of Doug yes. so far. Oh, it was so funny. A lot of this was so funny to me. It's a circumstance. <laughs> Uh, also, Doug's middle name is Yancey. Yeah. Douglas Yancey. Which is a great name. Doug is a great name. Douglas Yancey Funny. Yancey's a good name, yeah. Yeah, Yancey's Solid. a fun name. Um, All in all, watching Doug. You know, it's not a good name. Do you guys, do you guys recommend Doug? Butt after Savage. But- <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch so much Doug. I thought a lot of this was really funny. I Like, I... You know, there's the nostalgia of like coming back to watch this show, but I think uh, I don't know that I ever thought this show was funny, <laughs> even <laughs> as a kid. Just kind of interesting, but like this time, I was like, "Lolan, it's funny." I think I would watch this as well. I really liked. I felt like it was useful as a, a teaching tool for kids. I'd like to hear you come back and tell us about your like new Doug lesson plans or something like oh, that. Oh, I will figure it out, man. There's probably an episode called like Doug struggles with math, right? I don't yeah. want to talk about that though. No. The lessons I wanted to do is like what he was doing here was like, I'm afraid to move on. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's going to be in his head too, because he's constantly talking through his journal. So you're going to get all his inner thoughts. He's going to solve problems via Quail Man. I still don't remember. Like, all I remember we is saw no, Yeah, we saw no Quail Man. No Quail Man. In both these episodes, which so is I, a bummer. That's why I'm going to go back and watch Doug, so I can figure out what Quail Man's all about. Do you but guys yeah. think, the, um, good. think the Disney version's good, too? I think it sucks. I think it's going to be not as good. I think, yeah, probably not as good. Probably sucks. I'm going to give it its fair shake when we I think it's going to be more it. silly than, like... Lessony and mm-hmm. helpful. It definitely looking at the first episode. It definitely just it's the end of summer mm-hmm. of this year that he's in. So, so he's going to seventh grade. Yeah, he's twelve now. Mm-hmm. So apparently 12. these four seasons were just Doug's one year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I guess with cartoons like Bart's been however old Bart has been for like thirty <laughs> years. So so doesn't yeah. need to age. Doesn't need to age. Um, let's get into these predictions. Yeah. Let's finish this episode off. Um, Doug and Patty Smooch. Yeah. I assumed they were going to be in high school because I heard the word graduation. <laughs> <laughs> so, nope. That, Skeeter is valedictorian. You don't have a valedictorian in sixth grade. Um, like the green-haired kid gave the speech. Yeah, some kid gave a speech, but yeah. Um, Doug takes a trip to the Grand Canyon. They- <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Painted Gorge. Painted Gorge. It was definitely the Grand Canyon. It was a canyon and it was grand. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. Roger pulls down Doug's pants. No. No. No, that didn't happen. And Quail Man saves someone and Quail Man is nowhere to be found. No. But I'll take that one. Hey, man, you need it. Um, I had Skeeter gives a speech. I said it was the green haired kid. Um, Roger and Doug are friends, which they I think they pretty clearly are friends. Yeah. Well... Yeah, he, he lit- said I can still like make he, fun of you, and he literally. Yeah. I think they're they're like ch- they're, bully chummy in a way. Like, yeah, I mean, they aren't friends. I think they're friends. They're acquaintances. Because like every time that like the the whole crew was doing stuff together, like Roger was part of that crew, like Doug's shenanigans to try to get to the principal. Like Roger Did, was there. Was Roger the one that said like this is for Doug? when they were like talking to the vice principal something like that he was in that scene like why would the bully i think i'm gonna give it to him 
They're friends, man. They're tight. He I Rogers they, in like Doug's like fantasies of like flying rockets together and I shit think, like that. I think like Rogers just that uh, unemotionally available child, so he's gonna he's going to like make fun of Doug yeah, all the time. Like but the I, other like the other kids know he's harmless, but they know that like Roger keeps up some walls. But but it seems like when Doug needed it, Roger uh, gave him what he needed. Which you guys is, are really trying to make which me agree with you. Which is what a friend would do. Yeah. Sure, whatever. I'm giving it to I, you. I'm going to watch more episodes, and I will call up you can retro- or email I hope Joe wins FNL this. at gmail.com, and I will say, you need to deduct a point from Joe. They are not friends. I think they're like BFFs. Tweet at Joe at FNL podcast if they're not friends. Okay, but I do. What I now hope is that this one point puts Joe into the lead for the season four. He wins, <laughs> and then we retroactively take his crown away. <laughs> if they're not friends, I'm gonna write some like Roger and Doug like fanfic. Ooh, <laughs> what? It doesn't have to be gross. <laughs> yeah, fanfic's not necessarily gross. But also, Roger is a jerk face. No, man, he's just he's got. That's the way he makes friends. Is he razzes people? So, no. <laughs> Um, I said there's a guitar, there was none, and oh, I uh, never looked. Quail Man appearance. I was like watching as they were packing the car because there's a lot of things going on top, mm-hmm. but none nope. of that. Yeah. Um, Roger doesn't graduate. Well, we know he does. Finally. Um, he doesn't want to date Judy. That was my like side bet. I don't mm-hmm. think he can because he's definitely. Well, I mean, he is three years older than them apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Skeeter is on the vacation. Nope. No. No. Just the family. Uh, pork chop is in love with the cat. No. Inconclusive. No. And ketchup will squirt. <laughs> I, saw, even, I saw nothing squirt. There's no squirting. No food. <laughs> not even from Mr. Butt Savage. But no. They're going to the Honker Burger after graduation, but otherwise. I know it like closed in on them walking, and I was kind of hoping that there mm. would be like ketchup squirting or something, but didn't work out. Too bad, so sad. No squirts for you. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to episode 1,900 of First and Last. We appreciate you. If you want to give Joe a compliment, uh, send us a tweet of encouragement. Tell us what show you want us to watch next. Various other things. You can hit us up at fndlpodcast at gmail or on the Twitter. We have YouTube mm-hmm. where these episodes have a fun picture. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Click on all the fun pictures. <laughs> um, we will see you next week for the fourth annual First and Last Seas 4. Uh, you, 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 a New Hope. You named it. A New Hope. <laughs> you named <laughs> uh, Freddy's Revenge. I forget. <laughs> you, you're the one that named it like last week. Um, First and Last Seas 4, A New Hope. We'll come in at your ear holes next week. We'll see you then. Bye. First and Last Seas 4, Tokyo Drift. That was three. Thank you.